What's up, everybody? Welcome to the JKR Podcast. My name is Jay Strigling. I'm going to be your host. Let's get into today's episode after a word from our sponsor. And welcome back to the JKR Podcast. As you guys know, my name is Jay Shrigling and I'm the host. Today is episode number 32 as we only have three more episodes left of season one. Today we've got Black Cobra Media founder and college baseball umpire Willie Prince on the show. Willie started Black Cobra Media here at the beginning of this year. Um, He has a lot of plans to evolve the company. It has evolved a lot as of late. So I'm really looking forward to see what he does here. He's worked a lot with a lot of top MLB prospects um, like Max Clark, Cam Collier, a lot of guys who will be drafted here in 2022, 2023. So we di- today we dig into all this plus a lot more. So hope you guys enjoy. All right, and welcome back to the JKR podcast. Today we've got Black Cobra Media founder and CEO, Willie Prince on the show. Willie, I'm glad to have you. How are you doing today? Doing good. Like I said, it's a, it's a beautiful day down in um, the state of uh, Georgia, so we're doing good, man. Still just out here pumping out content and just uh, trying to get these athletes uh, looking good. So, Well, that's what we'd like to hear, man. So uh, can we get started by just having you introduce yourself? That way the listeners can get to know you a little bit. Yeah. So what's going on, guys? Um, it's Willie Prince, like I said, owner and I'm founder of uh, Black Cobra Media, uh, originally from uh, Birmingham, Alabama. And uh, now I currently reside in the Atlanta metro um, area. So, okay. So just to get started, I want to hear a little bit, a little bit about how you got your start in the videography and the photography business. Okay. So yeah, so I, I shot, um, picked up a camera back in 2017, and actually, um, it's kind of crazy. When I first started, I was doing more like family and lifestyle, and my kind of goal when I first started was like to get into weddings. Um, I'm actually a college baseball umpire, and I've kind of I played sports in college, so I've kind of been around sports my whole life so um i kind of made a decision actually back in may of this year so may 2021 i was like you know what let me try to use some of my sports connects and just start shooting sports photography um like i said i'm, I'm, a, I'm a baseball umpire so i already had those connects and then kind of just picked up the camera again and i started shooting sports and then like i said three months later we've kind of grown into um at least in this part of town um like the southeast kind of region um into kind of like a, a big kind of media company and a lot of the athletes um, you know, trust this and kind of respect this to come out and um, shoot their content for them. So, yeah. And once you just, when you switch over to sports, did you kind of just forget about the lifestyle stuff or do you still kind of shoot stuff like that? Um, I haven't, I, um, I haven't forgotten about it. Cause like I said, that was kind of my start and that I still have a lot of connections, but like I said, the sports, what, as you know, is so big and there's a lot more athletes than like models. So, um, it's the sports is kind of taking my time away from doing lifestyle, um, I still do have like, aspirations to be a wedding photographer. So if I could do like sports and, and weddings, that would kind of be the ideal like end goal for me. So, okay. And when you just, when you first got started doing the lifestyle and wedding uh, photography, did you own black Cobra media or did black Cobra media kind of start after you started? Yeah. That, so, um, so my, my initial name was just photos by WGP. That was kind of my lifestyle name Um, black Cobra media. Honestly, um, my branding and marketing director, uh, Justine Maddox, we actually, I think we're just kind of talking uh, one day, like, like a Thursday or Friday. I was like, you know what? Let me just get into sports. She did a, um, a logo for me. I was shooting with the Canon at the time. I had one camera, and my Canon didn't really shoot good video. And I think she created a logo on like a Wednesday, Thursday. I went and picked up a new Sony camera on Friday, and then it just took off. So like it really happened fast. And then we never kind of imagined that within three months we'd already be pushing like 2,600 followers on Instagram and like have that platform. But um, yeah, everything happened fast, and then we kind of just rode the wave, and now we're just you know looking to – 
you know, keep improving and kind of, you know, branching out. Yeah. So you said you were just photography at first? Yeah. So I, I didn't even do video. Yeah. But the Canon, I was just a photographer guy. Um, video, as you, you know, you may or may not know, but like it's, it's super complicated, you know, using Adobe and like Final Cut, those things takes a lot of time to kind of learn. But um, I realized that people love photos, but this world is more kind of based off of like video highlights. So I was like, let me start at least trying to be um, multidimensional so that I can offer both, you know, photography and videography. Yeah. And how, how long was it before you were like getting pretty good using Adobe and uh, pretty good at doing video? And honestly, like I said, I'm still learning. I mean, even like with photography, I think there's, I'm always, you know, con con continuously, you know, watching videos on YouTube, trying to, you know, um, upgrade my craft. So I would say even now I'm still really just a beginner, um, a novice at it, but I know enough people and I've, I've done enough research to kind of know the basics, but like, so we're always trying to learn and just keep, you know, perfecting our craft. So. Yeah. And you said you just started this, what, three months, three yeah, months ago? It was, it was like the last week of May, like I said, um, started doing like some basketball here in Georgia. And then, you know, of course we've got, um, we've got PBR, which is prep baseball report and we've got perfect game that are pretty big. So I had my baseball connects, got on with some teams, uh, met some of the, you know, the top players. And like, so honestly, from those players, like boosting our page, it kind of just took off for us, you know, our interactions and engagements on like Instagram were just, you know, through the roof those first couple of months. So, yeah. So can you tell us what, what exactly was that motivation for you to start Black Cobra Media? Um, yeah. So like motivation was just like, like I said, honestly, it started with just a love of sports. You know, I was like, you know, I, I, I love lifestyle, I love family, but I was like, man, my, my heart is really, like I said, into sports. So I was like, let me just get out there so I can continue to do something that I have a passion for within the media, but also, you know, connect that with another, you know, love of mine, which is sports. And like I said, I, I never would have imagined that we'd be here, you know, sitting and, you know, we've got teams contracting us out to come do work. So, um, like I said, it took off fast, but it was more just the, the start was like just the love, love of sports and just being out there. Yeah. So you say us. So is Black Cobra Media more than just a one-man crew? Oh, yeah, for sure. Definitely. Yeah, man, I can't. <laughs> I, I wish I could say I did on my own, but no, I've, I've got, um, like I said, my, my – director of branding and marketing her name is justine maddox she handles um she actually does some video editing she handles a lot of our graphics and like i said we're trying to build so i'm trying to hire photographers hire videographers we, you know we've got a bigger picture than just you know me running a, a company we're trying to make it to where it's like a full-blown you know sports sports company yeah um so okay so can you take us through that process of you said that thursday friday you were uh just thinking about uh photo for for photographing sports mm -hmm. all the way up till now. Can you take us through that little process? Yeah. Um, so kind of how the name started, uh, I'm a, like I said, I'm, I'm a big sports guy. So like my fantasy football name was always the Birmingham Black Cobras. Like that was my name for the past three years. And so, you know, you go through a process of trying to pick out names and understanding that I knew the market that I was going to be in was going to be athletes, which are usually, you know, younger, they're, they're, you know, into the culture and everything. So we tried to think about like, what kind of name could like kind of stand out and be cool and kind of still represent me. So, um, I was like, man, what about Black Cobra? And, like, it just kind of stuck. Like, Black Cobra Media just had a nice ring to it. So, like I said, she does logos. She whipped up the logo in, like, a day. I went and got that camera. And then, like I said, from that, it just turned into us, you know, trying to make connections with these players, with the teams. Um, a lot of my work when I first started, and, and I still kind of do this, it's kind of like a business model. I usually go out and shoot some stuff for free, like promotional use the first time, try to meet a coach, try to get introduced to a team, and then that usually leads into – when they see the finished work, they're like, oh, wow, we, sh we need to talk to this guy about actually coming out and being like our team photographer or our media person. So um, the process is always evolving and changing, but that's kind of you know, how we got started. And now, like I said, we're just listen, making connections and just kind of shoot athletes um, here in the um, in the Georgia area. So, yeah. So what was it like seeing your company evolve so quickly? It's been fun. Like I said, I I've got uh, 
man, I've got the chance to meet some like some very high profile um, amateur athletes. Uh, we haven't done a lot of college shooting yet. Um, that's one thing, you know, we're actually, you know, actively pursuing now is trying to get more into the college game. But as far as high school, um, like I said, baseball is my main sport. That's my most connections. And like I said, some of the guys we've been able to shoot, I mean, you're looking at potential, not potential, but guys are getting drafted this past year and like next year in the, in, in the 2023 class as well. So it's been fun getting to see those guys evolve and you build that relationship to where now, um, for instance, like, you know, my guy, Max Clark, um, he's probably one of the first guys that I met and he, from his interaction, he kind of boosted our page a lot, but um, it's kind of fun to see him evolve. And I know, you know, when, when it's that time for him to get drafted, you'll kind of, I'll look back and remember when I met him, I've got videos on my phone, just kind of, you know, down to earth, you know, meeting Max. So it's been a cool ride so far. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a big Max Clark guy. Yeah. Like I said, like I told you earlier, um, he lives probably about an hour away from where I okay. go to school. So I'm really hoping to catch a few games yeah. for him next year, possibly pass out my business card mm-hmm. to get him on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Obviously I won't be certified as an agent by the time he gets drafted. So, I mean, that's out of the question, but yeah. I, I really, I really like to meet the dude and get him on the podcast and oh, yeah. just learn more about him. Oh yeah. And I'm, I'm sure you could like the Matt man, like I said, when I met him, you would think just from his following, he would be, you know, some kind of stuck up just kid. But no, nah, man, Max, one of the most down to earth guys I know, man, has always shown Black Cobra media love from like day one. And um, let's see, he was he was one of the first guys that I met and shot. I mean, I met him at Lake Point in Atlanta. And like I said, from him like reposting my pictures and like our stories, I think one day I'm I, I'm not gonna lie, I think Max probably boosted us about two, three hundred followers in one day, just from his people coming to our page, and then like from there it just kind of kept taking off. So. Yeah, I'm pretty um, sure I was one of those people because I think yeah. I remember seeing um, him post a Black Cobra Media post, and I was like, well, I got to give this guy a follow. Yeah, so, yeah, man, uh, man, like the much love and super shout-out to Max, man. He definitely, um, like I said, he's definitely one of the guys that we're going to remember, um, you know, from our from our start, so. Yeah, so moving into this next year, are you going to be able to uh, shoot a lot of videos and uh, photos because you're a college baseball up? Yeah, so that's, so like I said, we're, <laughs> that, that'll that be kind of the um, dilemma, which is a good problem. So like I said, for college, I do, um, I'm, I'm in the D2 conference, I call them the Gulf South. Um, and then I'm looking, Nick, like the goal, obviously, for that is Division One. So I've got a chance within these next couple of years to be a D1 umpire. So of course, that's good money as well. And, and, and that's a passion of mine. So the goal is as we expand Black Cobra Media um, to have more photographers. So if I'm unable to make it because typically every weekend I'm traveling, I'm on the road. And then during the week, you know, they have midweek games. So we're hoping to pick up a couple photographers so that when I'm not here, they can just take over and, and, and go shoot the games. But, um, you know, yeah, we'll kind of have to address that come January, February and kind of see where we're at. Though, so Yeah. So what is that process of going up from D2 to D1 as an umpire? Um, and honestly, I tell this, like I, said, I mentor um, some younger umpires. Like, so I'm 32, and so I've got a couple guys that are like 21, 22 that kind of look up to me. And um, really, I tell them at, at the D2 level, everybody can umpire for the most part. So then it just comes into, you know, the experience. Um, of course, the game moves a lot faster. I'm at that D1 level. But honestly, it's about opportunity. You know, you just got to hope that you get a chance. Um, but there's a lot of D2 guys that could be calling D1. But like you said, to get to that level is kind of like anything in life, who you know. It's kind of like, you know, what have you done for me type lately? But um, I'm happy with the D2. Like the D2 is good ball. Even even the JUCO and um, NAIA ball that I do, very good ball. So I'm happy if I never get to that, you know, power five. But, you know, of course, that's a goal that I am working towards. So, yeah. So do you travel a lot as an umpire or is it yeah. mostly in the Georgia area? Um, So the, the, the like the Gulf South is like Georgia, Florida, uh, Tennessee, Mississippi. So I, I primarily stay southeast, um, Georgia a lot, Tennessee a lot, and then um, Alabama. So. Um, most of my drives are going to be anywhere from two to maybe five hours. I don't really have anything much than that, but I mean, I'm usually, I'm usually on the road in a 
hotel room Friday through Sunday um, okay. for about 14 straight weeks. So, so can, can you take us through like like what a normal weekend looks like for you as an umpire? Yeah, so a normal weekend for me, like I said, we're, um, usually we'll do like a couple midweek games, but come Friday, and I think Gulf South is now going to playing Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They used to do a doubleheader on Friday and like a single Saturday. So you typically, you know, we'll we'll meet with the crew. We'll drive up Friday, do a game. Um, then we we'll usually catch something to eat, hotel room, you know, uh, watch some game film. You know, like it's almost like an athlete. You know, we still steady the game. Um, I know me personally, you know, I steady tendencies and try to at least get familiarized with like what teams you're playing and what pitchers and, and you know what teams like to do. And then we usually go out there Saturday, do a game, um, hang out, and then Sundays, you know, travel day. So you know, getaway day. They usually have an early game, and we're trying to be back on the road um, Sunday afternoon. So um, it's a fun lifestyle. I love traveling because like, I'm not married, no kids, so I don't have a lot of responsibility back home. So I have that freedom to just kind of get up and go and just kind of live life and be free um, in that aspect. So, yeah. So do you have a job throughout the week or is right now black no. cool? Beer? No, this is it. Yeah. Um, oh, last, okay. Yeah. Last year I was working right before like COVID and everything came, I was working at a warehouse. Um, so I was doing that. And then like I said, but between the baseball money and then like I, said, I do, I was doing high school baseball as well. And then like my summer ball. So I kind of, you know, I put myself in position where I can just work that, but the goal now is that Black Cobra Media has been good enough that, you know, this might be it for me. Like, you know, it's going to be Black Cobra Media, my umpiring, and then, you know, hopefully I can get into that wedding photography. And, yeah, that, that'll be – those will be my jobs. You know, that'll be my career, so. Okay. So what is your overall plan for the future for Black Cobra Media? Um. So, yeah, like, and I think we talked about a little earlier. Like, so we're, we're looking to expand into more than just, like, a media company. Um, Like, media will always be a big focus, but we've got, like, we've got some things coming with apparel – um, launching like a merchandise line uh, where we got <laughs> one thing that I kind of got hyped about. Um, I used to love collecting like trading cards. And I think this generation has kind of gotten away from like, you know, like there's not that love of like cards because everyone's yeah. on social media. So we've got some plans to kind of bring back our own like trading card line and just kind of more so for like the high school players. I think that's kind of a cool thing for them to have, you know, you, you go and like, you got a Max Clark card from, you know, his junior year in high school, like just to kind of see that, Evolvement. So, um, we got we, we got some plans coming up. Um, it's always going to be heavy on the media, but we're definitely looking to expand and try to play a bigger role in the sports world. So, okay. So, is baseball going to be your main focus? <laughs> yeah. It, uh, so, I think it, I think it is because that's that's where most of my connects are. I'm gonna tell you this. I've been I've shot football for the first time, and actually this week in Georgia kicks off tonight. I'm shooting. Let's see, two, four, five. I've got ten games to shoot over the next four days, and then there's five games in the Georgia Dome or the Mercedes Benz Dome in Atlanta on Saturday for their kind of kickoff. So football has been amazing. Like the action and just the stuff you can do to make highlights and videos. I love football. Um, baseball is where my connections are at. So like, I'm always going to have a love for that. And that's what I do. Like as far as umpiring, but um, I want to be well-rounded. Um, so we're trying to hire some photographers that can go do volleyball, softball, track and field. Like, we don't want to just be, you know, one dimension. We want to yeah. try to get every sport because they, they all need coverage. Um, yeah. So how many people do you have working for you at this moment? Right now, it's just two of us. Like I said, now okay. I, I, I subcontract out work through like other photographers, but they're not officially like on staff with us. And like I said, as we as we get into later in this year, and as we keep growing and get more contracts, the goal is to have a team of media people that can go out and just like, hey, I have some guy. Hey, you can go out and shoot this. Um, so that'd be the goal, kind of for the future. Okay. Um, well, I saw that you started an Instagram page for Black Cobra Sports. Uh -huh. so does that mean that the start of the company is in the near future, or? It is. It's kind of like I said, me and me and uh, me and Justine, we typically meet once a week. So, you know, just to discuss, you know, the future and like, you know, what kind of lies ahead for us. And so 
in, in a perfect world, we probably would have launched like Black Cobra Sports first and then like the media under it. But like I said, the media was kind of where we got to start. But then as we started looking at things, we're like, man, we have these connections. Um, I'm real big on this relationship. So like, you know, one of my things, and I think that's why kids like me just personally is that I'm, I'm always going to connect with you on like a personal level. It's not just me showing up to a game, shoot some pics, and I never talk to you. Like, you know, I'm in there asking how your day was. You know, a lot of the parents of these athletes, like I'm, I'm, I'm friends with the parents. So it's more of like a family type environment. So we're like, man, we started thinking like we could get into the whole um, arena of like actually being like a sports company, you know, go to the, you know, pick up some stuff on the agency side, the management side, the branding side, you know, more than just media, but like take it to like the full package. Um, I know we talked briefly about like the NIL. So like that, that new deal opens up a lot of doors for us media people because now we can pitch to parents. You know, if you're trying to brand your kid, now more than ever, you have to have quality content like cell phone pictures and cell phone videos on your page. It's not going to cut it anymore. So we can kind of pitch the fact of like, hey, we, let us come in and brand your athlete, you know, and then hopefully we can move into that representation of like managing, um, you know, being advisors to athletes and, you know, possibly bringing on some agents and kind of just running like a full full blown sports company. So, yeah. So if you do become a, um, a baseball agency, do you plan on becoming an agent yourself or do you plan on? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think that's really my calling. Um, I, I would, I'm always one to learn about things and at least be, be, you know, knowledgeable in, in, in every aspect. So even like I said, I'm not just being handled all the graphics. So I'm not a graphics person, but I, if needed, I could get in there and do something, but I let the people that know that well do it. Like, so when it comes to video and stuff, that's me and content creation, that's me all day. But um, I don't think I necessarily want to be an agent. Definitely still play, you know, a vital role in that. But we'd be looking to, you know, bring on some people that that have that expertise. Um, You know, and, and I think the thing that's going to be kind of good about us is that as our platform grows, we're going to have an opportunity as we kind of launch everything to, to sell to an agent. Like, hey, we don't really have any, you know, players right now, but, like, we have connections and, like, we have a, a new platform that you can kind of just take off and run with it and kind of, you know, mold this agency um, part of the, the the company into like something that you would want to be. So um, that, like I said, that that might be something that's kind of far off in the future, maybe within the next year. But I mean, it's definitely something that's on our radar. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know you called me and were asking me a few questions about that. So I'm yeah, staying in tune with that. Definitely, definitely. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, like I said, even for you, like as you as you um you know start that journey, um, I like I don't know what that journey looks like as far as like, how tough is it as an individual to get your foot in the door. But like I said, that'll be something that agents, as we kind of pursue who to bring on our staff, it'll be intriguing because like we already have the connections. For instance, like, you know, I'm cool with Matt Clark, you know, I'm cool with a lot of these top athletes. So it's like, if I had someone that was already on board that was an agent, it's a lot easier because I can always go in and use my influence and be like, Hey, we can represent you. And they're already comfortable with like the black Cobra media um, and sports brands. So, um, yeah, like I said, definitely when you get to that point, man, I, like I, said, I know I reached out to you that first time. I'd definitely be interested in talking more with you about, like, what that could look like and, you know, seeing if we can, you know, partner together and make that happen. So Okay. All right. I mean, I'll, I'll sure. keep that in mind to make sure to stay in contact oh, yeah. with you. Yes, sir. For sure. But um, do most of your connections in the baseball world, are they athletes? Or are they coaches? Um, who Like, who are your most connections? Um, so, typically, like I said, one, one of, like I said I, I'm real big on relationships. So, even like today for football. So, we've got – um we probably got like four to five top teams in Georgia playing this week. So I usually do my research. I'm on rivals.com. I'm on a 24 seven sports.com on ESPN 300 looking for the players. I usually send them messages. So I build that relationship first with yeah. the players. And then as you meet the players, um, you know, the parents, you see them at the games, you know, you see, you start seeing them at home game, you start seeing them on the road and then the coaches, you know, they get familiar with you. 
So um, it just turned into more of a relationship. So uh, typically I go up to athletes first or most times now teams will have like a team Instagram page or team Twitter. I might reach out to the team Twitter page and just kind of see who I'm talking to um, and just try to make the connect that way as well. Okay. So do you ever travel out of the state of Georgia to uh, go shoot film and uh, photos? Yeah. So um, haven't currently done it now, but like I said, we've got, we got some big things. Um, We just signed a partnership with a uh, phenom baseball out of Houston, Texas. So we'll actually be going up there and doing like a, um, a scout day at Rice University in October. And um, we're looking to partner with another team, um, the Arkansas Sticks. I've done a lot of work for them. So they're definitely teams that are – the teams we work with have been out of state, but every time we shot them has been in-state. Like I said, uh, Perfect Game and PBR have such a heavy presence in Atlanta that usually they're here in town. But, um, yeah, we've got some trips to Florida planned uh, for this fall for baseball. So um, the goal is to get more, you know, um, nationwide – but uh, right now it's been all kind of just like that Atlanta metro area. Okay. All right. Um, so last week I saw you post something on Instagram about like a, like a FaceTime with players or something like that. So yeah. what, exactly, what exactly was that? Yeah. So like I said, I'm, I'm super creative. Like I said, the, the, the trading card is something that we're, we're working on now, but um, I, it, it all kind of started. I think it was, uh, who was on, I think it was RJ Austin. Who's um in Atlanta, Andrew Jones, who's in Atlanta. And, I think who was on that. It was a couple. It was four or five guys that were doing an um, Instagram live. I hopped on it, and they actually let me get on. You know, you have to send a request for the Instagram live, and they let me get on. You know, they're like, oh, Black Cobra, Black Cobra. So from that, though, I think I talked to them about 15 minutes. We're just kind of having fun, being goofy. I get off of that, and I have, like, 60 new followers. So, like, there are people that, like, seeing me. They came in. I'm like, wow, that's crazy. So then it hit me. I was like, I have this good relationship with a lot of these players. I could just start hosting like a Monday night live with Black Cobra and just get like, you know, three of the top athletes or three of whoever on and just kind of have like a cool little segment where, you know, 30 minutes to hour where, you know, kids can come on, ask questions, you know, kind of like what we're doing now. I can kind of have like an interview style with top athletes. You know, maybe I get like the Vandy boys, maybe I get Max Clark, you know, Andrew Jones and then and RJ Austin, they're all going to Vanderbilt. Maybe just have a little special segment for them. So I was like, man, that'd be kind of cool. So um, that's, that might be launched within the next two weeks. Like I said, this week's so heavy with me for football that um, I kind of put it on the back burner. But, yeah, that's definitely coming so as well. Okay. Well, I'll definitely be on the lookout look for, sure. for that. Oh, yeah. Um, so, earlier you were talking about you were talking about player branding. So, uh, what do you think is the most important thing when establishing a player brand? So, it's, it's, it's not really tricky, but here's the thing. Like, you know, with this new NIL, parents really have never had to think about it. And, and the thing is, you're still going to get a lot of parents that are going to be like, okay, yeah, we're not going to pay – you know, $500 for someone to create us a logo and do branding. But a lot of parents, especially, and more so it's the parents of the top athletes understand that with the new rule and now being able to profit off your name, image, and likeness that my son has to have, or son or daughter has to have a stable platform of, of, of quality content. So I would say the biggest thing, like anything is probably just acknowledging that, Hey, I need this. Um, you know, I can't do any work for anyone until they, you know, agree or at least realize, okay, yes, we need this um we're in the we're in the works now of talking um there's a there's like a five-star running back in georgia in the 2023 class that we're trying to work a contract with now so like his his parents understand hey they want someone to come to all of his son's games shoot every football game document everything because they understand that the personal branding matters so i'll say first like recognition and then a two you know just getting the content and just getting someone that you're comfortable with shooting quality content for your athlete okay so like when you're shooting videos and photos of these of some of these players do you kind of focus on what their kind of personal brand is already? Or do you kind of just focus on the gameplay? Yeah, I mean, like I said, um, so 
Justine puts together a whole mood board. I like to say she she is the director of marketing and branding and she does her job very well. So she puts together mood boards, color schemes, and then like um will base like my edits, for instance, a kid might say, Hey, I like I like the moody, dark contrast type look. So like that way when I shoot it and I edit and do the video, I have like made up presets that I can just kind of apply to their photos. So always I always shoot, of course I'm gonna shoot all the game footage. It's easier for you know, like pitchers or like running backs and quarterbacks because they're always going to have the ball in their hands. So it's easy to do that. But then um, just film highlights and then, you know, just take pictures. I've learned now that like pregame stuff is so important to kind of build up that. When you're doing these hype videos, you need like that pregame stretch or like the pregame huddle or, you know, a coach speaking, some words of encouragement kind of adds to, you know, um, the storytelling. So um, I usually focus on that and like I said, the game highlights as well. Okay. So I just got – I got two more questions for yes, you in the podcast. Um, so what type of advice can you give to an aspiring photographer and videographer? Yeah, um, biggest advice I can give, man, get out, just get out and shoot. Um, don't wait. And, and even now, like I said, you would think people come to us and they're like, man, you know, y'all must just be doing so much business. And like I said, we do, but a lot of it's still because I'm, you know, I'm out or Justine's out and I'm out making connections. Um, I can't tell you the amount of times I've just went out and just shot for I don't like using the word free, but like shot promotional work, you know, not asking for anything, just show up to a field, you know, find a team schedule, go shoot a team, shake a couple hands and, you know, do some good work. And you hope that turns into a contract in the long run. But, um, yeah, to all the aspiring photographers and media guys, just get out and shoot, start local. Okay. If you got a high school college, try to reach out, but just, you know, you, you can't, you can't get better at your craft. If you're sitting at home doing nothing. You just yeah. can't, you know, so. What are some struggles that you could see some uh, videographers and photographers running into at first? Um, so yeah, like I said, the money thing, I've, I've got a couple of guys here that just, you know, they can't afford to just drive an hour, 30 minutes to go shoot for free because, you know, they need money to either, you know, pay for school, pay for rent, you know, whatever it is. So um, that's always a big thing. And then like just, you know, camera equipment, it's, it's an investment. So, you know, even my Sony, when I went and picked up that, that, that Friday, when we created the logo, I think I probably dropped like $2,500 on one day. So like everyone can't just go out and do that. But if you can't invest in it, you know, as you know, it's a craft that hopefully will pay it back in the long run. So, you know, financial, you know, um, restrictions could be a part. And then just sometimes access. I have never ran into that because nowadays teams want their stuff. It, it doesn't it does nothing but help the athletes. So like a coach is not going to tell you, no, we don't want you to come in unless they already have like a team photographer. But most times, like tonight at the game, there'll probably be 10 guys shooting there. So like they're not going to tell you no. Um but yeah, financial would probably be like the biggest kind of setback or, you know, thing that could hinder somebody. Okay. All right. Well, I think that's all I have for you. So I really appreciate you coming on the show today. I look forward to following Black Cobra Media, Black Cobra Sports, whatever you end up doing here real soon. Yes, sir. So I just appreciate you coming on the show and thank you. Yes, sir. I appreciate it, Jason. Just a big thank you to Willie Prince for coming on the show today. He's got a lot of big plans coming up. I'm really looking forward to see what he does there. I really hope you guys enjoyed today's episode, but make sure to tune in next week as we've got True Gravity Baseball Vice President of Partnerships and Recruiting and MLBPA Certified Agent Raza Malik coming on the show. It's the second to last episode of Season 1. It's been a fun ride so far. Um, Let's make sure we end up Season 1 with a bang.